Welcome to the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Kate Moore Youssef, your host, and if you've arrived here, there must be a reason. I'm guessing you're curious to learn more about improving your wellbeing alongside ADHD, or maybe looking for some advice or guidance to feel healthier and calmer. So, why start this podcast? I'm a wellbeing and lifestyle coach, EFT practitioner, mum to four kids, and I discovered my own ADHD alongside one of my daughters at the age of 40. And now, after supporting many other women just like me, and probably you, I feel there's a need for more emphasis on well-being and lifestyle help for women with ADHD. And through the podcast, I want to offer you new insights and perspectives to enable you to live your most fulfilled, calm and balanced life. So wherever you are on your ADHD journey, my aim is to support you in finding the awareness and the most aligned tools to enhance your well-being so you can make the most intentional mindset and lifestyle choices moving forwards. Ready to get started? Here's the episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Kate Moore Youssef, your host as always, but actually this week is a solo episode, it's just me, and I am talking all about emotional regulation. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because time and time again, through all the hundreds of people I've been coaching over the past few years, the biggest thing that I keep hearing, again, I always hear, I hear it in the collective in my membership, is that emotional regulation is probably one of the most challenging parts of ADHD, especially as a woman. And I wanted to be able to offer a little bit of help and a little bit of insight and also let you know about a project of mine that you may be interested in to help you with emotional regulation. Perhaps you are already diagnosed or waiting a diagnosis or perhaps self-diagnosed. And the consistent theme throughout your life is that you have probably felt angered easily, frustrated, more impatient, more intolerant. Maybe you lose your temper quite easily. Maybe you just get very frustrated and there's sort of this underlying feeling of um, just something brewing under the surface. And it feels really hard to keep containing that and feeling that it may erupt at any time, that someone or something may just tip you over the edge. And as we all know in life, it's not that easy to sort of maintain calm and harmony and, you know, stability the whole time because lots of things are thrown at us. And some people are more resilient in the face of those things. And with ADHD, it often feels like an uphill struggle to be able to maintain calm, to not be phased, to not feel frazzled and overwhelmed. And I try and help a lot of um, my clients through either the group work or using EFT, tapping, or just helping them sort of change their mindset around how they view their own emotional regulation. So today I just wanted to be able to just offer you this compassion to say that it is real and it's not anything to do with you being a flawed person. It's not anything to do with having a bad character, that you are, you know, you've got anger management problems. This has to do with your brain, the way you're neurologically made up, the way we have the makeup sort of from a neurological perspective with our amygdala, that we are more heightened. We are on a state of hypervigilant most of the time. And so when something just sort of rattles us, we react more. Our reactivity just feels more intense. So 
I want to be able to offer you a solution to this. Now, my solution has been something that I've been considering for a little while. And as much as I love coaching one-to-one and I love doing workshops, I really genuinely do. I do also love the medium of podcasting and being in someone's ear because I know how valuable it's been for me in certain times where I've had to walk out of the house just to feel regulated to be able to just get out of a situation or perhaps I'm driving in the car and I need to be able to just kind of feel a bit more grounded a bit more settled so what I've done I've created something called karma days now karma days is a private podcast and this means that you can listen to it similarly to how you are listening right now uh, but you get a private podcast link And that means that when you download it from my website at a cost, then you'll be able to listen to lots of different sound bites and easily digestible pieces of audio as and when you're you're going. So it's not something that you need to digest and listen to all in one go. You may want to, but you may be able to come back to and select different ones, different episodes that resonate with you there and then. And the reason why I wanted to do it like this is because There's lots to take in, there's lots of guidance, lots of advice, lots of tips, but also some days always feel different than others and other things may be going on that may not feel as strong that day or may feel stronger another day. So I wanted to be able to allow you to be able to pick and choose, to have something digestible, easy to access and I always think, you know, a podcast is that. Sometimes when we listen to um, audio workshops, we have to keep it on the website and sometimes it goes off if we're listening to it with our headphones so with the private podcast it just means you're able to flip from episode to episode really simply and the reason why I wanted to cover emotional regulation is because I know 99% of the people that I work with have to deal with this have to deal with this side and as we get older we think we should be more mature you know perhaps you may have a child with ADHD who definitely triggers you when they're having a tantrum when they are being dysregulated and all hell's breaking loose in the house and doors are being slammed and things are being thrown for us to sort of maintain a calm that internal calm can feel really hard and really difficult but as adults and especially parents, we are the ones that are having to sort of keep keep the calm and try and sort of maintain an equilibrium, a balance in the house when that's really hard when internally it's all, you know, kicking off for us as well. So what I wanted to be able to offer you with Karma Days is lots of different little insights, nuggets, pieces of guidance that you're able to just access. And what we'll be talking about is awareness acknowledgement, acceptance of ourselves right now, really seeing ourselves where we are, what's going on. There's going to be lots of self-coaching. So for you to be able to take self-responsibility of what is happening in your life right now, what's changeable, what have you got control over and what you don't have control over, what you're able to surrender. Then being able to acknowledge how we can release our suppressed emotions giving you some tools and techniques, whether that is tapping or whether that is writing things out, that is really giving you an opportunity to externalise what's going on. And noticing when we're repressing our own voice and desires, when we're people pleasing, when we're not using our authentic voice and allowing you to have a bit of space to be able to acknowledge what's been going on and also recognise where changes can be made.
And perhaps there's an element of um, stifled creativity or buried dreams or not living to our full potential, not feeling like we are fulfilled. And I'm going to be tapping into that and really sort of digging a little bit deeper to allow you to notice where this is showing up in your life. And maybe this is an element of your frustration. Maybe this is why you're feeling on edge. Maybe you are feeling always sort of teetering on this frustration. And very often when we aren't honouring our own needs, we're not honouring our creativity. Perhaps we are prioritising everyone else's needs before our own. We become resentful. We feel like we're in victim mode. So I will be challenging you on this. And so you are able to um, make some steps, small steps towards actualising a life that feels more authentic to you, that is bringing in a bit more joy, a bit of you know, um, connection, happiness, playfulness, laughter, all these different things that maybe some of us just take for granted, but we don't have in our lives. Maybe we've just let them go because life is busy. Maybe we are committed to work. We're committed to all our priorities, but actually sometimes it is ourselves that we need to commit to. And then this will be sort of recognizing where we are letting our boundaries down where we're not guarding our boundaries, where we're saying yes far more than we should be saying no. And recognising these elements and making some changes in our lifestyle and external triggers, really making a, a noticeable shift and changing our perception as to how we can be more guarded around our boundaries, where we can put a fence around ourselves and recognise what's sapping us, what's depleting us. And what is energising us? Why, why aren't we leaning into that anymore? So there are many different areas that I will be covering in Karma Days. And then we'll be moving towards sort of realigning our thoughts, changing our mindset, digging deep, acknowledging the beliefs that we've got and making some shifts towards realigning how we think, where our thought patterns are going and how we can create different ones you know we talk about neuroplasticity and this is what it's all about is making incremental shifts towards changing the thought patterns so we can lean into more positivity we can lean into more compassion and forgiveness and self-acceptance and sometimes this is through changing our routine changing our habits so I'll be questioning your morning routine, something that I think is so powerful because the way we start our day is the way our day goes. So if we start our day checking our phones, on social media, banging out emails, not acknowledging what it is that we want, giving everything else to you know to other people, maybe we're not getting enough movement, maybe we're not outside enough, maybe we're not getting fresh air. Where are we giving all of ourselves away and what are we not receiving? What are we not allowing ourselves to receive? And really acknowledging and recognising where we are not respecting our own energy and understanding our nervous systems. You know, we can walk around and many of us have with um, undiagnosed ADHD and not actually understanding the connection between our nervous system and how we, we can ignite our parasympathetic nervous system and how we can downregulate all the hypervigilance and the extreme emotions that we are prone to and how we are able to start tapping into that parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest, the calming, whether that's really small shifts in, in our day, in our morning routine, 
and allowing for them to sort of flow, to trickle down and notice the ripple effect that that has across all areas of our life, whether it's parenting, our careers, our relationships, allowing it to penetrate these calmer moments. Because when we make decisions and choices, we are intentional with our time, we're intentional with the choices that we make every single day. They do lead to calmer days, calmer weeks, calmer months. And before you know it, you'll look back and see a shift over the years. So this is all about gifting ourselves a bit of time, gifting ourselves moments so we can reflect and see what uh, what hasn't worked over the years and give ourselves that self-compassion and the forgiveness and then leaning into more self-responsibility and self-power and surrender to bigger and greater things. So that is it in a snapshot, what I want to be able to provide with Karma Days. Now, it's only a few hours, and again, I've broken it down into um, little sound bites. So none of it is overwhelming, and you can stop and start as you go along. And what I want to be able to give you right now is a snapshot of one of the episodes, so you're able to really understand what it is that you're getting. And I hope that this is something that you will bring into your life where you're able to dip in and dip out of, you know, similar to that book that's on your bedside table. I know for me, I sometimes just open up a chapter of certain books just to be able to get that guidance um, and to meet me where I am that day. So I hope that is what Karma Days brings to you. Here is the excerpt from one of the episodes and all of the details will be in my show notes and it will also be in on my website coachingbykate.me.uk or head to all my social media and I'm sure you will see the links to purchase Karma Days then. I really believe that our moods are impacted by a lot of internal stuff in psyche that we potentially aren't even, it's like subconscious stuff that we're not completely aware of until we make a choice to to sit down and and really investigate further. So things that I know have impacted my mood and my thoughts, my emotions, the way I react to people are if I'm being fulfilled, if I'm, you know, if if I feel like I'm living sort of with some form of purpose, because this does actually genuinely does regulate our brains so if we, if you think about it, you're fulfilled, you're happy, you're satisfied, then it's going to have an impact on, on the way we um, are. We are with our family, we are in just day-to-day living, and that's what we're here for. We want an equilibrium most days. Bearing in mind we're women, so we're dealing with hormones. We're, I think we're all mums, so we're dealing with um, children, partners, external circumstances, parents, All of these different things, we've got like a million things being thrown at us. So we have to give ourselves a bit of space within to just check where we can just create even more balance. So acknowledging if you are being fulfilled, if you are being seen, if you're being listened to, are you being validated? Are you living a life that you feel is authentic? Are you doing something that you feel is part of a calling? And that doesn't have to be coaching or being a a therapist or something like that. It could just be the way you connect with people, the way you connect with your family. And are you dismissing things that are important to you? Are you not giving yourself time to read the books that you want, listen to the podcasts that you want, do the exercise, the creative stuff that you want to be doing? Because that lack 
in your life also has an impact. Knowing that there's something else out there and not not fulfilling it can make you really frustrated and resentful. And that's not to do with anyone else. It's very easy to blame other people. Oh, work's too busy or my husband works late or my children don't go to bed, all these different things. But there are ways and means of bringing that into your life. And no one else is going to do that for us. So there is a level of responsibility that we have to take to investigate further around these things. And just simply, do you have a sacred space? Do you have somewhere in your home or a park or any in the garden, whatever that place is where you know that is your place, that you're not going to get disturbed, that you're not going to um, be asked to do something. And that's really important because just again, go back to my daughter, she, I guess in that last hour of school, probably needs a bit of a sacred space. She needs a place where she's not going to get bombarded with noise and you know people nagging her and asking her questions. And, and it's something I'm going to have to sort of look at and maybe speak to the teacher about. But it is something that we need to be recognising in ourselves every day as well. Are we getting that time? Are we getting that quietness? that place to just think because I, I do believe when you are rushed and you're busy and, and you haven't had any time that is and we can get resentful around that it is very easy to to get frustrated and this it kind of goes back to this relearning the way we think and you could be of that mindset or oh, well, a realist or I always think you know of the pes- I'm the pessimist in the room but we can practice optimism and we can practice resilience these are things that we can learn it might feel a bit weird at first but even all the stuff that everyone goes through and you may have gone through something similar that you know you hear about terrible tragedies and awful terrible traumas and experiences but very often there will be a learning that someone will be able to two or three years down the line they will turn around and go well actually I met this person or I connected with this type of group or I realised that I had this inner strength within me that I would never have had beforehand. And once we make that decision to look a bit deeper, it's actually, okay, this terrible thing is happening or happened or I feel like this, but actually maybe I'm more resilient than I think I am. Maybe I am a better communicator or anything along those lines, but it's flexing that kind of like positive thinking muscle that just helps this this whole kind of motion along. And this kind of goes towards, you know, if whether you are spiritually minded or not, but or religious or anything, but sometimes when people have no faith, no religion, and they're not spiritual, it's like this black hole at the end of the day and just feeling, and it's this grind. And it's, personally, I can't imagine living without having a greater faith or trust that there is always a reason for something and that helps you get through those darker days so can you lean towards something like that is there something in your life that you feel that you could explore further without kind of making that that decision of there's no hope (laughs) there's no you know I've got no faith and to not have that trust that things can get better is a really hard place to be and it's very hard to get into that mindset if you're not willing to be open to it so it's a bit of a catch-22 so it's maybe 
writing affirmations, writing these down, like I choose to believe that there is good to be seen from this. I choose to believe that um, I will find the light from this situation. I choose to believe that I am more resilient than I think I am. And once we, yeah, I choose to believe that the situation can improve. The trust in the faith and the hope is very powerful. Going back to that sort of speaking to yourself in the third person is very, very powerful. It's having trust that no matter what the situation is, whatever happens, trusting that the resources will be there. And when I say the resources, the people, the right people will turn up, the right help, the right... And just that, just having that on your desk is of, I trust that the timing is always right. The resources will always be there. What is, you know, what's happening is, is happening because, you know, divine timing, whatever you want to say, because that makes you deal with the situation. And that gives you that inner strength and that resilience. And it also hardwires your brain to become more resourceful. And then you kind of go, okay, well, I trust the resources are there. And it's almost like doing that mental check of, okay, I remember someone said to me that they know a really good therapist or child counsellor. I'm going to drop them an email. Or actually, I'm going to scroll through this website and just check that I've not missed something. And I promise you, once you go into that line of thinking, you will always find the answer, the resources. And or it didn't just come to you. It always comes to you. These are just what I would say are, especially with an ADHD brain, are the things that we need to keep ourselves centered and grounded. And this is what I come back to for myself, but I try very hard now with my daughter, is that making sure she gets a daily fix of nature. And if, if she's not out having a walk, you know, going for a walk with a dog, if she's in the garden, I now that the weather's nice with her bare feet. So we've got a grassy garden, um, thankfully it's you know we've got a, a nice size garden and she can play football she likes football so she plays football kicks it against the net with her shoes off so she's feeling like grounded on the on the grass that is an instant karma creativity anyone for any of us is just like where are we getting our creativity and if you're not getting any creativity in your life and I'm talking about creating is like listening to music you don't have to start you know creating like all sorts of artistic kind of um, create, you know, huge creations. These are just little things that you can bring in. I was talking to someone the other day and she was, she was just listing things out of of creating that you would never think of. Someone that she said that didn't think they were still creative at all, but she was really organized and she really enjoyed putting labels on jars in her kitchen. And that for her was like soothing. So she'd make like little labels and put them on her jars and kind of organize her, her cupboards. And that for her was being creative. For me, I would say every day I, I do some form of cooking and I that's my kind of creativity. Sometimes I'm more creative than other days, but at least I know that I have that kind of bit of cooking that I, I enjoy. Even going out in the garden sometimes and I've got like a few club pots outside, I'll go and like deadhead them and just check on them. Um, that was, you know, that's calming. So little things like that, we need more than most. Connection, making sure you're being seen by the right people, that people are understanding you, that you are with people that make you feel good, that make you feel like yourself, that you're not having to try to be anyone else. 
because again, going back to that ADHD thing is that we might have spent a long time masking symptoms or we may be masking symptoms to other people and that's really tiring and exhausting. Mm -hmm. So if we can have one or two people that could be family members or a friend or whatever that we are feeling connected to, that is like a release that just feels like, okay, I can be myself and it's okay to be myself and it's okay to be the person who I am, or they're going to accept me for every, you know, for, for everything I do and say and act and behave. And again, get quiet, have that time, have that solitary time and make that something very important for you if you need that. And don't shame yourself for needing quietness and space because that's really, really important for us. And then when you get quiet and you have that time, it's that's when you get to tune into what is right for you what it is that you're being told, where you're being guided, what this inner wisdom that we all have is trying to tell us. But sometimes we keep ourselves so busy. We tell ourselves we have to be so busy and we aren't being proactive and we aren't putting stuff out there unless we're busy. We're not functioning as adults unless we're busy. But actually all the magic actually happens when we're resting or quiet. So make sure you have that space to trust that you probably do know best. Listen to what you need. Maybe you've been hearing this nagging voice in the back of your head that you do need to have more time alone, that you should be taking a walk on your own, you know, or you aren't getting enough sleep and that, you know, going to bed earlier, anything like that. I do believe that the younger we get into this place, the more relaxed and easier it is as we get older. You know, that we should, it's ridiculous. You're a grown woman and we're still battling with that. Oh God, I should be really busy. I should, you know, people should think that I'm like, you know, got, haven't got enough time to do things and I'm I'm squeezing stuff in and you don't want to admit that you're actually having a day off and on that day off, you're not going to do anything. And then we give ourselves permission when we get older that it's rest is good. Rest is what we need and rest is what our brains need more than ever especially because we live in such a hyper-connected world and we've got stimulus coming from every angle more than ever that we have to make that choice to switch off because no one's going to do it for us. So that's today's episode done. Did what we talk about resonate with you? I really hope you found some takeaways that may inspire you to make some small changes that enhance your daily life. And if you did find this episode insightful, please do consider sharing it. Knowledge and awareness is power, especially with ADHD. You can also head over to the show's Instagram page, which is ADHD Women's Wellbeing Pod, and join the community that's waiting for you there. And if this episode really did strike a chord, please do consider leaving us a review to enable more people who need to hear these conversations find the show. Thanks so much for joining me today and see you next time.